0: आदरणीय कृष्ण प्रशांत जी उपस्थित सभी महानुभावों और स्वामी नमस्ते देवी Today we continue to read Dramashinam Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 8, titled 8, Narayana Kavasar Siddha, Text 13, Chale Shurma Amrakshatu Sadhguru Maharaja 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 Sadhguru माम रक्ष तु मत्स्य भूर्ते चरिष्णु मां रक्ष Jale-shu. Jaleshu in the water. Ma, ma, ma. Rakshatu, protect. Matsya murtihi, the Supreme Lord in the form of a great fish. Yada, Ganedya, from fierce aquatic animals. Varunasya, the demigod known as Varuna. Pasha, Pasha from the arresting rope Staleshu, Staleshu. On, the on the land Maya Vatu, Maya vatu. the mercy form the Lord as a dwarf Vamanaha, Vamanaha. Vamanaha named, named Vamanadeva, named Vamanadeva. Abhyat. Abhyat. Abhyat may He protect, protect. protect. Peruvik Brahma Kingdom, whose three gigantic steps <laughs> took the three worlds from, from Bali, came a. in the sky. Our two made a lot Lord protect. Vishwarubhava, the gigantic form. The translation of her by the Divine Grace is Sipa Sri Ramakaswami Shilakarupa. May the Lord who assumes the body of a great fish protect me in the water from the fierce animals that are associates of the demigod Varuna. By expanding his illusory energy, the Lord assumes the form of the dwarf Vamana. May Vamana protect me on the land. Since the gigantic form of the Lord, Vishwarupa, conquers the three worlds, may he protect me in the sky. This mantra seeks the protection of the Supreme Personality of in the water, land and sky in his incarnations as the fish, Vamanadeva and the Vishwaroopa. I <coughs> read the verse and translation. May Lord Narasimha Deva appear as the enemy of Kiranikarshi to protect me in all directions. His loud laughing vibrated in all directions and caused the pregnant wives of Asuras to have miscarriages. May the Lord be kind enough to protect me in difficult places like the forest and battlefront. Prakshast asuma atvani chandhyatnya kalpa svadhamstraya yonitadha obvaraha Ramothri Ramothri kutesh ataviprabhase salakshmano <laughs> vyad The The Supreme Indestructible Lord is ascertained through the performance of ritualistic sacrifices and is therefore known as Yajnishwar. In his incarnation as Lord God, he raised the planet Earth from the water at the bottom of the universe and kept it on his pointed tusks. May that Lord protect me from ropes on the street. May Parashurama protect me on the tops of mountains and may the elder brother of Bharata, Lord Ramachandra, along with his brother Lakshmana, protect me in foreign countries. There are three Ramas. One Rama is Parashurama, Jamadhajna. Another Rama is Lord Ramachandra and the third Rama is Lord Balarama. In this work. In this verse, the words Ramodri Kutesha Adar indicate parashrama. the brother of Bharatanavada and Lakshmana is Lord Ramachandra. <coughs> Text <Take> 16 Ma Vukraddharna Thakila Ramadhan Nāyāna Phantuna Vishya Hāsa Dats <coughs> Tvartayoga <todic> Nata May Lord Narayana protect me from unnecessarily falling false religious systems and falling from my duties due to madness. May the Lord in his appearance as Nara protect me from unnecessary pride. May Lord Pattateya, Master of all mystic power, protect me from falling while performing bhakti yoga, and may Lord Kapila, the Master of all good qualities, protect me from the material bondage of fruity activities. Text 17. Sanakumaro vatukama deva daya shiramam Rama helana deva shivarya purusha char purusha charnam tara May Sanat Kumara protect me from lusty desires. As I begin some auspicious activity, may Lord High protect me from being an offender by neglecting to offer respectful obeisances to the Supreme Lord.
1: May Devarashe
0: Navada protect me from committing offenses in worshipping the deity. And may Lord Kurma, the tortoise, protect me from falling into the unlimited hellish plants. Lusty desires are very strong in everyone and they are the greatest impediment to discharge devotional service. Therefore, those who are very much influenced by lusty desires are advised to take shelter of Sanat Kumara, the great Brahmachari devotee. Naradunni, who is the guide for Archana, is an author of the Narada Pancharatra, which prescribes the regulative principles for worshipping the deity. Everyone engaged in deity worship, whether at home or in temple, should always seek the mercy of Nehavrsi in order to avoid the 32 offenses while worshipping the worship can be deity.
1: These offenses and deity worship are
0: mentioned in the Nectar of Devotion. Jan <laughs> Shri Chaitanya <Sessy> Manavishtam Tāpitaṁ Yena Bhūtale Svayam <Sessy> Rūpa Tadāti Svaita Tadamikam Pandeyam Shri Guru Shri Uttar Tadamadam Shri Guru Vaishnamascha Shri Rūpaṁ Sākrajāttaṁ Saharana Bravāntaṅkitaṁ Tamsanīvam Sādvaitaṁ Sāvabhurttaṁ Krishna Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakam Vitham He Hey Krishna, Karma Sindhu, Vinavando Jagat Gopesha Gopesh, Gopika, Kanta Radha, Kanta Namasude, Tataka, Chandra, Rangi, Rade, Vrinda, Vanishkari, Sute, Devi, Kanamami, Haripriye, Panchaka, Patavu, Jester, Parsindhu, Pyavi, Vachavati, Kavanepyo, Vaishnavipyo, Jai Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Prabhu Nitya, Ananda, Sri Advaita Kadada, Shri Vasa Hare Gauravakta Virta. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. The Nanyana Kavachashir is being uh, applied process of touching different parts of the body and that is being described. So, touching different parts of the body and applying this uh, mantra is called Nyasa, we have different varieties of praying to the Lord. One form is called a Stotra, where it's just like a child calling off to the Lord. For the stotras, there are not much rules and regulations to follow. It's just like a voluntary child falling onto the mother in a spontaneous way, asking for protection, for help, for safety. For bhakti yoga, we ask for increased engagement in service. In contrast with these tautras, the stotras, the uh, kavacha mantras, you have a lot of um, preliminary activities to perform. You have a lot of uh, formalities in terms of chanting the mantra, touching different parts of the body, and one has to be very careful with the pronunciation as well. So if one uh, mispronounces during the kavacha mantra, it will result in that uh, negative. It may result in negative or the opposite result of what you are asking for. <coughs> An example is given as that of uh, uh, ramana offering kavacha mantra to mother. Um, Bhargavi. So one mispronunciation where he was asking Mother Bhargavi to protect his wife. So one mispronunciation, instead of protection it became um, Let Mother Bhargavi protect my wife, instead of the meaning Let Mother Bhargavi consume my wife. Means the Brahma's wives were dying because he was mispronouncing the Kavachara mantras. Later, when he approached his Guru, then his Guru in his Mantra Vrishthi, he saw and he asked, so you started setting the mantra, how are you doing this? So then he corrected the pronunciation. So based on that, the defect was fixed. So even while reading this, it's very hard to follow the exact pronunciation. That is why we have the easy process of chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra. We pray to the spiritual master, Paranguru, Panchatattva, um, then we start chanting. And then this process is um, much easier than following the set of complex procedures. So one Pronounced properly. One may not be able to find the right time, the right person. But uh, still, because you're approaching the Lord <coughs> in His um, various forms, He is giving these kind of details as eh, to how you can protect yourself. So even when doing uh, daily worship, when doing different angas of Bhakti, here it is said, um, May Lord Natetreya, the master of all mystic power, protect me from falling while performing bhakti yoga. So that's why we take to Guru Sadhguru Shastra, where you, the Shastra recommends various methods, and then the Guru tells this is appropriate for you at this particular point of time in life. So that's why the demigods they accept the authority of Vishkarupa (coughs) and then Vishuddha is giving them at this point of time you want to regain the lost strength and power so you have to do this procedure and then he makes uh, Indra sit and go through the procedures (coughs) now was 13 talks about protection in water by the great fish, protection on the land by Lord Vamanadeva, protection in the sky by Vishwa So it kind of matches where the Incarnation is there, the fish protects you in water. Vamanadeva asked for three steps of land and he later took the form um, of Trivigrama. Vamana, then we can then he so in the sky, the gigantic form. Interestingly, on the altar we have most of the incarnations. We have Matsya, we have Trivikrama as well. So we can ask for protection from the uh, deity when we have request for specific protection for specific deficiency that we have when the Lord reciprocates. The <coughs> then we continue on to text fourteen where uh, Lord Nasamadev um, <coughs> is approached for protection from enemies and once this entire verse is dedicated to Lord Nasamadev and in his love laughing and the effect of that is discussed and his help is sought in dif- difficult places like forest and battlefront, where there is maximum danger in forest and battlefront. There, the protection of Narasimhadev is sought. We going to celebrate his appearance in few days. I thought of reciting one of the prayers which Prahladmaravar offers describing the form of Lord Nassimhali and how the form of the Lord as described in this text 14 is uh, causing miscarriages for the pregnant wife of the uh, demons. So such uh, a ferocious form How is Prahlad Maharaj responding to that form? What is he saying? So in 7.9.15, he sings this particular verse that he describes how he is not affected by the fierce form of God. He is a year old and he is this ferocious form who has just come out of the pillar, and he has devoured his father To keep the word of Lord Brahma and to protect his devotee the Lord appeared in the pillar, from the pillar one, one could not identify whether he is a human or an animal. Namrikam namam So, here Maharaj is being asked to go near Nasimadev uh, who is in spears form just after having killed Hiranyakashipu and then he is offering this prayer. My Lord, were never conquered by anyone I am certainly not afraid of your ferocious mouth and tongue your eyes bright like the sun or your frowning eyebrows but here the form of the law is being described, ferocious mouth ferocious tongue, eyes are bright like sun your eyebrows are frowning the teeth is sharp and pinching no one would want to go near um, such a form. Uh, but Prahlad Maharaj is saying that he is not afraid of that. Maybe we should put mats on the wire so that people don't step on. So Prahlad Maharaj is describing that he is not afraid, and on top of that, is the intensity of the description grows further Narasimha is wearing garland. Garland of what? Garland of the intestine of Kiranika Shibu and his mane is soaked with blood and his ears are like wedges so and then on top of that there is tumultuous roaring which makes elephants flee to distinct places and he has got hands like thunderbolts. Hmm. So, and despite the fearful form of the Lord, he says, I am not proud of right. Naham vivemi ajitate ti bayana karsa jivaka netra pukuti rava shogra tamstra. Amprasa jakshata dekesha rasham tu karna nidra da vida di kabra. So he is saying, I am not afraid of this particular form, fierce form. <coughs> but he says he is afraid of being getting getting entangled in the Material world. This is a healthy fear to have of being entangled in the material world. Of course, Palav Maharaj is a fully perfected Mahabharata devotee, but he, in his prayer, will move, will switch from playing the role of a conditioned soul and saying that he. Is very afraid of material nature, and the same way later he'll say, "I'm not afraid of your material nature, but I'm worried about those who are stuck in this material world. I want to deliver them." So this I thought of sharing. It's like a good meditation for us to have as we are moving towards celebrating our Read the purport of 7915. Lord Massing's fierce appearance was certainly most dangerous for the non-devotees, but for Plal such a fearful appearance was not at all disturbing. The lion is very fearsome for other animals, but its cubs are not, not at all afraid of the lion. The water of the sea is certainly dreadful for all living entities on the land, but within the sea, even small fish is unafraid. Prabhupada having given two analogies, lion, calf, water, fish, the small fish is living. Then he asked, why are they not afraid? Because the small fish has taken shelter of the big ocean. It is said that although great elephants are taken away by the flooding waters of the river, the small fish swim opposite the current. Therefore, Although the Lord sometimes assumes a fierce appearance to kill the doshtritis, the devotees worship Him. Rupa The devotee always takes pleasure in worshiping the Lord and glorifying the Lord in any form, either pleasing or fierce. So that. Helps us to understand the devotees' mood and how we must approach the Lord for protection. Because the Kavacha mantras are for protection and then for protection against different circumstances, protection against different elements. We see on the land, on the water, on the um, battlefront, on the forest, the different forms of the Lord are being uh, Address dressed go. So the key principle is helplessly approaching the Lord for protection. <coughs> so in text 15, the boat incarnation is discussed. As we know, Hiranyaksha, um they were killed by... Um, Varahadev and Asamadev respectively. So we saw Asamadev, then comes uh, Varahadev, where um, as Jayakantaram was discussing yesterday, (coughs) despite hearing the the sharp words, accusing and uh, uh, offending words of Hiranyaksha, while The Lord was taking Mother Earth and putting her in a safe place. He was not disturbed by all that. He was doing his duty despite hearing those harsh words. Then later he turns and starts fighting. So here um, we can pray to Lord Varahadev. When we are stuck in the deep ocean of our own conditioning, our own um, samskaras, our own anarthas, to ask help from the Lord to lift him up, sorry, to lift us up from such um, deep conditions which we have, and we the kind of lost. It uh, is said that um, if you are having a lot of bad habits from the past, which is preventing you from progressing. It's good to pray to Lord Vahadev to take you all of those bad habits and um, place you back in and help you progress in bhakti. Then Robert goes on to explain the three kinds of Ramas, Parasurama and then Lord Ramachandra who is described as Bharata Braja, the elder brother of Maharaj. So, this reminded me of the prayer which uh, Hanumanji offers to Lord Rama, where he also uses the Lakshmana, uh, brother of Lakshmana. And in that prayer, Hanumanji brings out the exalted nature, merciful nature of Lord Rama. So, when we meditate, you can meditate on the form of the lord on the name of the lord and also on the qualities of the lord and remembrance can also be on the name of the lord form of the lord qualities of the lord and his pastimes so this particular prayer in 5197 manavi is praising lord ram and he is making a very strong point That One cannot establish friendship with the Supreme Lord Ramachandra on the basis of material qualities such as one's birth in an aristocratic family, one's personal beauty, one's eloquence, one's sharp intelligence or one's superior race or nation. None of these qualifications is actually a prerequisite for friendship with Lord Sri Ramachandra. Otherwise, how is it possible that although we uncivilized inhabitants of the forest have not taken noble births, although we have no physical beauty and although we cannot speak like gentlemen, Lord Ramachandra has nevertheless accepted us as as friends. So despite all the material disqualifications and considering himself as very low, not having noble birth, not having physical beauty. Hanumanji says he cannot speak like a gentleman but he is known for his um, eloquent speech and that's what made Lord Ram identify when Hanumanji describes himself as a sannyasi and tried to come in front of Lord Ram and Lakshmana. So the way he spoke, Lord Ram said he knows different Vedas, and that's why he is speaking in such an eloquent way. But Hanumanji is here, is putting himself in a humble position and saying that uh, I don't have a noble birth, I don't have physical beauty, I cannot speak like gentleman, but still, my Lord, you have accepted me as your friend. So this mood is humbly submitting oneself in front of the Lord, and offering prayers in that mood. Na janmanu nao mahatoma sauvagao, na vana buddhir na prtishto sa detu, tae riyar pe shishtaan apino vanao kaśas cakara sathye vada here lakṣma used as Lord Ramachandra, the elder brother of lakṣma And in verse 15 we see Bharata nāgraja. Text 16 talks about um, Lord Narayana protecting us from unnecessarily following false legal systems then as and um, due to madness. And this is one of the reasons which made um, Indra offend Pradeshwati. The second reason being pride, and that is taken care of by Lord Nara. May the Lord in his appearance as Nara protect me from unnecessary pride. So there are external enemies and there are some internal enemies. So internal enemies are this lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness and envy. So to win your opponents you not only need to have external protection and strength but also have internal protection and strength that comes from the Lord and His various incarnations. As I mentioned already, Dattatreya, let Him protect us while from falling while performing bhakti yoga and may Lord Kapila the master of all good qualities protect me from the material bondage of fruiting activities. So if you have fruiting mentality and you are performing activities, uh, you want something back from the Lord and that's not the highest platform. Of course the Lord does encourage the Bhagavatam that you have desires or no desires, continue to worship eh? but uh, as you progress it is good to give up um, worshipping the Lord and asking for something material, but that creates bondage and you won't be able to engage your body, mind and senses in pure devotion. Then coming to this verse 17 which talks about the theme of protection, as I said internal enemies. The next item on the list is lust. May May San Kumara protect me from lusty desire. So may Sanat Kumara protect us from lusty desires. Uh, lust is described in the Gita itself as um, that which burns and never gets satisfied. Dushpurena, analena, cha, here the culture of not only worshiping the Lord but also taking shelter of the Lord's devotee, so that point is being brought out even in the chapter's introduction we see In the chapter introduction also we will see the different uh, incarnations of the Lord and the Sakti Avas incarnations of the Lord are being invoked. Here, in this verse 17, um, prayers are offered and requests are made to the 4 Kumaras and Narapuni as well are Sakti incarnations. Narapuni being the, uh, is empowered with Bhakti Shakti um, Kumaras, do you know what they're employed? Yeah. Yama. Yama. Yes. So, Kumaras are employed by Jnana, Jnana Shakti. So, they are the um, Shakti of incarnations. The culture of respecting those who are exemplary in a particular um, aspect of either devotion or Jnana and their renunciation and their intense devotion and the attention to details and daily worship—all of that is being brought out here. In order to pray to the Lord, but also take help of the devotees who have excelled um, and who are exemplary. So that is being brought out. So in the uh, Bhagavad Gita, also first chapter, we see how with uh, signs of victory in that section. Prabhupada mentioned about the presence of Lord Hanuman in the flag of um, Arjuna's chariot. So, the culture of, so there probably explained that Hanuman is the fighting Acharya. He has fought on behalf of Lord Rama and Lord Rama was fighting against Rama. So, now you are fighting against the Kauravas. So, you take shelter of such an Acharya when you are also fighting. So, the culture. Uh, of taking shelter of devotees is being brought in. So probably in that lecture he will say, Hey Hanumanji, hey Vajranji, kindly help me. So like that we should ask for help. Again in Ramayana we also see when, um, of course there is a fast time when Lakshmana gets bombed um, by the then Garuda is asked to come and to remove again taking shelter of a devotee of the Lord to come and help him in that tough situation. And here, um, one of the biggest enemies of a spiritual seeker is lust. And interestingly, the four Kumaras will have a conversation with Lord Brahma and they will ask this question about how the sense objects enter the mind and the mind enters the sense objects and there is always a constant bond between these two, will they ever um, get released? Is there that, is that an option to break that bond between the material mind and the material senses? So they will pose this question to Lord Brahma and Lord Brahma um, at that time he won't be able to answer the question because he also gets Slightly influenced by the mode of passion because of the nature of his service. But the Lord does not let his devotee down. Therefore, he appears as the uh, Hamsa Incarnation and then he answers that question. Yes, the mind enters the sense of sense objects into the mind and they are uh, in a constant, um, they are bound together like that and don't try to um, have a material solution to this kind of bondage between the material mind and the senses. Don't even start to think that you can ever break the bond, then what's the solution? We you know the Gita third chapters so of Krishna describes at different levels how the hierarchy of senses, dead matter, Then mind is above the senses, intelligence is above the mind, and the soul is highest of all. So, this hierarchy um, tells us that we shouldn't try to fix the bondage between the material mind and the senses just at the level of being situated at the mind and the senses. One has to transfer his attention. To thinking about the Lord. That's what um, uh, Hamsa incarnation will tell that you cannot break unless you divert your mind to thinking about the Lord. Think about Lord Krishna, naturally, your bondage with the material senses gets broken. And you start engaging your mind in the service of the Lord. And that's the only way. And you have to raise above. This platform of mind, material mind, and senses, and raise to the spiritual platform, that's why the hierarchy is given spirit, soul is highest. To to that platform and start um, remembering the Lord, meditating on the Lord, and engaging in the Lord's service, so then you can break. So, there are no material solutions for material problems. One has to raise to the spiritual platform to solve this problem. Krishna does describe that this enemy of lust there is no compromise because in some cases you negotiate, you try to give us a donation or so sama, hedha, dhana, then danda is the punishment. So with lust Krishna describes there is no negotiation. It just has to be eliminated. You can't create and keep you can't have friendly, you can't have talks so so, it's an enemy to be eradicated, but also he gives um, the spiritual, uh, the philosophical understanding of the hierarchy and physiologically also how do you regulate your body so that the enemy of lust does not come. He says regulate your eating and sleeping. So, excessive eating, excessive sleeping increases lust. So, along with prayers to the Lord and His devotees, and along with philosophical understanding, physiologically, also one has to regulate his, his um, senses, um, and for that also the Lord has given directions. Another way of overcoming lust as a spiritual solution is to read the pastime of Krishna and Balarama, especially the pastime of Lord Balarama killing Pralambasura. So Pralambasura will assume the form of another goba and when Lord Balarama and his Krishna Balaram and all the gopas are playing. The game is that of wrestling and then carrying the person who loses. Who loses, they have to carry the other party. So, Pralamazura will be in Krishna's party and they will lose, and uh, Pralamazura will volunteer to carry Lord Balaram. His idea is to carry Balaram, take him to a a remote place, and then thinking that he can kill Balaram. It is said that uh, as Kalambasura is carrying away Lord Balaram, just to increase the flavor of the pastime, Lord Balaram will act as if he is getting frightened. So it is described, when Lord Balarama, who carries the plough weapon saw the gigantic body of the demon, so here from the Gopa form the demon is showing his actual form. He moved swiftly in the sky, the demon, with blazing eyes, fiery hair, terrible teeth reaching towards his calling rose and an amazing effulsion generated from his armlets. crown and the Lord, Lord Balaram seemed to become little frightened. So purport described that Shilasanathan Goswami explains Lord Baladeva's so-called fear as follows. Balarama was playfully acting out the role of an ordinary cowherd boy and to maintain the mood of the pastime, he appeared slightly disturbed by the horrible demoniac body. Good. So to get into the mood of the pastime, second reason given is that this demon has appeared in the form of a cowherd boy and that was a friend of Lord Krishna. So how can I kill him? There is some slight hesitation from Lord Balama. And the third hesitation or slight fear is that now I have been attacked by one demon. There will be other demons who could be attacking Krishna also. So these things are going on in his mind. And later as you know, Lord Balama kills Tralambasuri. So by meditating on pastimes of Krishna and Valada also, we can overcome the lower nature and one of them is lust. <clears throat> the other prayer that we sing daily is from Rama Samhita which also helps us to overcome the influence of calm day. So what's that prayer from Rama Samhita which we sing? Sangrevi Venum Panantam Venum Panantam Aravinda Dalaya Daksham, Parthavadamsa, Nasitamudha, Sundaram, hmm. Kandartha so, Koti, Kamaniya, Vishesha Shobham. So Lord Krishna is the original Cupid, and His beauty can conquer the beauty of Kandartha Koti, Kamaniya, Vishesha Shobham. Go with the, man, the, vision, the, man, the So we're focusing on the eye of the Lord, meditating on the feet of the Lord, which has got different markings. And it destroys the darkness of ignorance. So last your bodily consciousness can also be overcome by worshipping the deity form of the Lord. And that's the next theme which comes up is we're praying to Devi uh, uh, to protect us from various offences we commit during daily worship. And otherwise, talks about how the list is given in the nectar of devotion. So offences are there against the holy name. Offences are there when we're serving Vaishnavas. Offences are there when we are in the dham. Offences are there when we. Worship the deity. So offenses takes away the um, the spiritual potency that you get by doing these high potent forms of staying with the dham, serving the devotees, worshiping the deity. So offenses indicate um, an unfavorable attitude. Offenses also take away that spiritual strength that you've got by performing those important forms of devotion. So they need to be avoided. So offenses can be done in body, mind and words. And the list is given. But The the core principles are that they make you forget Krishna. They may um, prevent you from doing further service. And this kind of offensive mentality comes in because we forget that the Lord is a person we think that the deity form is just a stone or a metal and that's why we need to hear from devotees about the glories of the uh, deity form where um, we are more aware of the glories of the deity and the of devotion is described about how the effect of worshipping the deity is so great that one forgets other material attachments. Attachment to uh, matter, attachment to wife, children, home, everything. And Prabhupada Goswami does it in a poetic way that he describes that do not worship the Lord. Do not worship the Lord, do not go to Keshika. do not see his uh, Trivanga form, do not hear the uh, playing on the flute, do not go there, do not go there, do not go there. So, this is Vyajasthuti, that is indirectly glorifying. If you do it, what will happen is that you will lose all your interest in matter, you will lose all your relationships, your interest in your family relationships, and all of that. So, don't go, don't see the form. So, that's how um, Rupa Goswami is indirectly encouraging. Through this vijjashti to, to take the darshan of the Lord, to serve Him, and that's why a lot of angas of bhakti are related to the deity: offering uh, garland, smelling the garland, offering incense, smelling the incense, offering boha and tasting prasadam, taking darshan. Like that, there are so many angas related to the worship of the deity. So this helps us to come out of bodily platform. Then get attached to the Lord and always remember Him and not forget Him. So that's why uh, deity worship is there and is described the need for deity worship because one may say, Holy name alone is sufficient, and why do we need deity worship? Prabhupada explains that there's a lot of material contamination and there's a lot of material consciousness, bodily consciousness. In such a consciousness, um, One has to come out of that, for that deity worship is very helpful and it is a very fast matter of coming out of such body consciousness, taking your attachment away from matter and remembering, always remembering Krishna and not forgetting him. For that, deity worship helps a lot and (coughs) in that way your body, mind and words are favourably engaged. So, offences are the unfavourable activities or unfavorable engagements and they have to be uh, avoided. So to help us understand what are those offenses, what needs to be done and what needs to be avoided, um, that's where panchayatrika is given to us and that's why we have to um, take shelter of muni to protect us from committing offenses in the worship of the Deity. And that's what Prabhupada explains. Everyone engaged in deity worship, whether at home or in temple, should always seek the mercy of Devarishi Narada in order to avoid the 32 offenses while worshipping the deity. So, when describing the five potent forms, there is Archana, and then there is uh, when Rupa focus on 5 important forms, he gives another term, Srimurthir Angri Sevanit Viti, which is having faith and great affection for serving the deity. So, Arsana's deity worship, then the 5 quarter form we need describes, describe, he adds more qualifiers. Srimurthir Angri Sevanit Viti, having faith and great affection for serving the deity. So, when looking at the different Angars, so the mood of worship, Deity also is not asking for anything back and considering oneself as the uh, servant where you offer your everything you have in your body, mind and what you are offering to the Lord in, as vedanam, and as completely surrendering to the Lord in the form of Deity through this Saranagati where we think that the Lord is my protector and maintainer. So, when the Angas are described, there is a concept of kind um, failure where you go to the deity and ask, what should I do? King Karoti. And then do what um, he says. So, that's like the topmost. One may not be at that platform, but uh, if you are aware of that, at some stage we can come to that. Karmatmanam is where you do activities and then you offer the results. is uh, you go to the Lord and then more of a sudden we ask for us, we go to the deity and ask, what should I do, how should I serve you? And then accordingly, serve. So these are some points I thought of sharing related to addressing uh, lust and worshipping the deities. Here and see if there are any questions, comments, corrections on all these things. Yes. Uh, but, okay. uh, in the third project of the for class, my question in the Harikrishna Mandir, what does Rama represent? Like. Drama? So in the Harikrishna Mandir, what does Rama represent? So Prabhupada explained that it represents the word Rama. The elder brother of Lakshmana and Parashu Rama as well. And Lord Pala Rama as well. So um, which one do we mostly prefer? Which one do we mostly prefer? Mm-hmm. Um as the Prabhupada, they can represent all three, but our preference is towards Lord Rama. Mm-hmm. And, uh, is that uh, Yeah, 200 kind pounds of Atonement in worshipping the deity as you committed a mistake or atonement? Yeah, okay. Yes, good point which I forgot to mention. Is that in the. When describing the Angas of Bhakti, when Prahlad says, Maram, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaram, 7th in that Purport, when Archam is there, uh, Prabhupada writes in the Purport about how do you overcome offences when worshipping the deity addition to praying to and all of them, he says uh, he gives you uh, remedies, one of them is reciting a chapter of Bhagavad Gita so you have tried your best and despite the fact to try to committed some offences we were discussing um, you are trying to adjust some decorations and then your hand Hits one part of the lord's body and then the deity moves and kind of um, moves away from his position. So things happen. Like you didn't. You're trying your best to avoid. So then what happens is that one doesn't have to go into the panic, saying that I can't worship the deity anymore. I'm offensive. So the remedies are given. one of them is to read a chapter of the Gita, Second is to worship Mother Tulasi um, and ask for her favour. Yeah, one must read at least, so this is in 7, 5, 23, 24. Per yeah, <coughs> one read um, Or one can recite a thousand names of Vishnu. We chant Hare Krishna which is equivalent to that. In Skanda Purana it said that one who recites prayers to Tulasi or sows a Tulasi seed is also freed from all offenses. And and below given solutions I wasn't very sure. If one worships Shisalipram Shri, one can be relieved of offenses. So, Vishnu with four hands, wearing conch lotus and a club, and be relieved of the above offenses. So, by the above, Prabhupada listed all the offenses of the deities, then he gives solutions. But I was very curious. If hologram, he may come in worshipping Chaligram, we may commit offenses. So, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> next class go on this road. So, other atonement is stay in a play, holy place known as Shaukarava and then bathe in the ganges. I don't know where that place is, but so, Prabhupada gave references. So, offenses to the deity, yes, you pray to the do these kind of atonements. Offenses to the Vaishnavas, you ask for forgiveness from the uh, Vaishnava who you and then offences to the falling down, you have to be careful, be repentful with that. Um, is that answer to question? Yeah, okay. Do you have to go to